This episode of The Horror Show is brought to you by Patreon supporters John V and Christian James Gillum. Thank you guys both so much for your generous donations. Uh, this week, we are doing Basket Case 2. Basket Case 2. Spoilers, we fucking loved it. Loved it, loved it, loved it. So, uh, I don't have much else to say. Uh, thank you all for the support, and uh, enjoy Basket Case Part 2. in class. I was thinking about the adventures of Ash, about the misfortune of sitting kids at Crystal Lake. Became addicted straight away with the initial tape. God bless Betamax. VHS, holy like Amanda Kruger. I was introduced to genre flicks by Toby Hooper. I started craving more just like Larry the Looter. I collected VHS without commentary or bloopers. Through computers, magazines, a bunch of stores. Spent my money on movies and begged my mom for more. I'd watch the boys kill those astro bastards five times a day or even more. I loved the gore. Lionel and Paquita come by the lonely hearts i was hellbound centibites tore my soul apart i've seen them all from dracula to vertigo listen up welcome to the horror show with sean and joe hello everybody and welcome to the horror show show dissects mutilates dismembers and butchers all of your favorite and not so favorite horror movies and other horror related events i'm sean i'm joe well we're back with another slimy little disgusting creature but this one's name is belial it is i should have named my dog belial it's such a good name are you sure? No. It <laughs> actually disgusting. does not roll off the tongue. It's gross. Just the letters involved are yeah. gross. Uh, this is brought to you by Jordan Upton, Patreon sponsor. Thank you very much for this choice. Yeah, we so we've done three. Yeah. <laughs> We're working our way backwards. Yeah. Three, two. I wish I saw this before three, honestly. Would have made three make a little more sense. Mm. I, I've seen them. Um, our buddy Mike bought all three back in the day. I don't remember shit. Yeah. Um, were you surprised as surprised as I was? This was made in 1990, still directed by Frank Hannon Lauder. Yep. Um, were you surprised as I was at the special effects in this? It was good. The digital face. It, it seemed digital. I don't know what that was. It was weird. This movie was good. Yeah. Like, I did not mind this. One no, bit. it was very good. And it's weird because, well, I'm going to read a couple things to you that I found. Um, a couple of comments on this. Rotten Tomatoes has a 67% of six surveyed critics on the film. A lot of them gave it positive. Um, six. But from retrospective reviews, uh, John Muir in his book, Horror Films of the 1990s, said that Basket Case 2 was disappointing and that it eschews all the qualities that made the down and dirty, low budget original such a great pleasure. I would argue that when I saw Belial and he had the two eye mat hole masks mm -hmm. in this, because it was a fucking plastic mask, that this guy's a fucking moron. <laughs> they do a close up of Belial and you literally see the eye holes. You do. Like straight up eye holes, vinyl mask eye holes. This is still very much low budget. So low budget. However, it does look better. It does say it has 2.5 million for the budget. It spent all on Belial. I mean, Belial looks good. Besides the close-ups of the face. Define good. Well, also, all, dude, the budget... It's like a fucking nuts. The budget, <laughs> the budget clearly goes to all the freaks. Because yeah. that oh, makeup yeah. is insane. No doubt. Literally spent on nothing else. And I mean, it's two locations. Yeah. Really one location. No, the yeah, hospital, 
the house, the house, and the freak show. Yeah, and occasionally the like the reporting room. Yeah, the 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 police room, which is clearly probably just a room. Another in the room in the house. Yeah. <laughs> but Dude, yeah, yeah, the guy that plays Dwayne is actually good. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if I agree with that, but what I was going to say, that guy's looks bother me. I remember back in the day I used to get made fun of because I would call all the dudes ugly in movies. But honestly, I thought Dwayne was more attractive when he was all busted up in the beginning of the movie. He was all bandaged up. You couldn't see his face. There's something about his face. It's just off. I I, I agree. (laughs) It's like... It ain't right. Sometimes it looks like baby face, and the other times it looks just like so weathered and worn. <laughs> it's very weird. It is super weird. It is super weird. Um, yeah, it's super fucking weird. Um, so I guess originally Hen and Lauder wanted to do uh, more of a, a <laughs> an expose into uh, Belial in this flick and just ditch Dwayne. And the studio was like, well, if you want money, <laughs> bring back Dwayne. Just run it back. So that's what he did. But he says he likes it. He likes it because it's just different than the first one. And I, I agree. I actually, I might prefer this over the original. Don't, don't be, when, when's the last time you saw the original? A couple years ago. How many? I don't know. Probably a couple years ago. It's <laughs> two. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, the first one didn't have much humor. No humor. Well, I think there was humor there, but it was just like it was fucking grainy. Yeah, which I'm a fan darker. of. It was. It was. It just. I don't know, man. It, the the original just doesn't tickle me like this one. This one, although this one's not even that that entertaining. I'll be honest with you, <laughs> <laughs> because like, really, what is the stories of these movies? It's always. Well, the, well, the first it's like one, Dwayne being always always Dwayne's being like Bilal, you fucking asshole, and then being like, I kind of like Bilal. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is the gist of it and it does the same thing in this one he starts out hating belial and being pissed and then ultimately at, there was a point in this movie i was like wait are they all bad guys now well they technically are the freaks are not in the right in this movie but they are i think they're portrayed as being the, good being the guys. heroes but it's not that way because they attack people that are innocent <laughs> well None of this makes sense, actually. Listen, it does bring up the good question is uh, (laughs) considering someone a freak justifiable by murder. (laughs) (laughs) But then it's even worse than that because they don't they're not even there to to harass the freaks. They're there because of some weird journalist. I don't know. They they make Frank. I love Frank. But I think Frank got a little confused about the difference between journalists and police officers, because in this movie, the journalist is the one that finds the freak house that we'll we'll see. And they're they're like, we got to kill her. I'm like, well, she's not the police. And why would the police be involved anyway? There's no reason for the police to be involved in this movie at all. Nothing illegal that that. Well, well, illegally keeping a freak. (laughs) Jesus Christ. But that's for the freaks. I mean, honestly, Ruth is the bad guy. She keeps the freaks in the... Okay, let's talk about the fucking movie. Let's get into the movie. We'll get there. Um, We open up with the end of Basket Case 1. Yep. Which is Dwayne and Blyle falling to their death. They were arguing about... I don't even... God knows what. I think, as usual, Dwayne's just like, I want my own life. And Blyle's like, hey, 
Go fuck yourself, pal. I'm always I with in, you. I live in a fucking basket. <laughs> yeah. You carry me around, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and then they both fall to their death. Um, and we pick up immediately after that. Uh, a newswoman saying a man has fallen to his death, but he wasn't alone. He was with this small, grotesque monstrosity. <laughs> a face that strongly resembles the man that fell with him. You know what? I kill myself. If somebody said that about me. <laughs> also, there's no way anybody thinks those two look so. You would never ever think that. Which in this movie, you realize that they did use his face in it. It's like to mold it. Yeah, clearly they did that. But in the first one, it was not that dude. The first one didn't have the budget to that. They just fucking threw a piece of play-doh at the fucking wall. Like, yeah, here's Belial. Um, yeah, but yeah, if somebody told me I looked like Belial, I'd fucking just. That's it, man. What's the point? Right. I'm a divorcee now. If somebody told me I look like Belial, I'm done. (laughs) I'm fucking cooked. Uh, We meet meet a mother and a daughter pair who, if you're watching them backwards like us, or I thought they were mother-daughter, it's grandmother. Grandmother, granddaughter. Yeah. so if you're watching it backwards like us, you're like, hey, these people look familiar. I would love to get their backstory. Because <laughs> we didn't know in part three. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is true. Dude, I thought the same thing. Like, all those freaks. And when part three, I was like, this movie sucks. Like, why are all these people here? Re- I'm watching it out of order. <laughs> watching of it, Literally watching it backwards. <laughs> <laughs> Hatchet style, like the Star Wars movies. Like, you can fucking- yeah, yeah. <laughs> um except it just doesn't make sense. Uh so we we meet these two finally from part three. Uh and they're gonna they, they seem like they need there's an urgency to them finding Dwayne and Blau. They're watching this news clip and they're saying, We gotta go find these two. We gotta go find these two and take care of some business here. Uh we cut to the Blau and Dwayne who are having a very easy time escaping. Can we just talk about the uh, fact that Belial has IVs hooked up to him. Belial has IVs hooked up to him. He's also handcuffed to the bed. If you saw that thing on the ground, you'd be like, oh my god, the other person that fell out this window was obliterated. (laughs) (laughs) The other person that fell out of this window turned into an accordion, like Acme cartoons. Looney Tunes. (laughs) Sticking an IV in that is insane. (laughs) Um... Yeah, it's really fucking weird. And the special effects are fucking insane. It kind of looks digital a little bit. His face in the hospital scene. I don't know. Like, it looked like that way to me. But um, I, I did not pick up on that. I don't know. Did you like did, did you like Belial more in this one? Or did you like the shittier Belial in part one? I'm a fan of the shittier Belial. Okay. I mean, I they're both, to me, they both uh, have their qualities. I like both of them. But I don't know. I'm, I, I almost can't even judge them against each other almost. It's kind of like two separate movies. The original one seems so... Um, who's that asshole who did uh, Driller Killer? Abel Ferrara. It, the first one reminds me a lot of an Abel Ferrara movie where it's really fucking gritty, New York City, old. Uh, yes. And and this is not that. I, I'd almost have a hard time pitting them up against each other. But um, yeah, Belial and uh, Dwayne make quick work of a security guard. Belial's just on the wall. Spider-Man. <laughs> he won't have that power later or ever again. <laughs> I mean, the holes in this movie are 
alarming. Alarming. Well, I'm sure uh, old Frank didn't make this movie expecting two idiots to sit down and talk about it in depth. Try and make yeah. sense of it. Um, yeah. Yeah. So then Dwayne, you know, to get out to escape the hospital, which again, I don't know why they're under police lockdown, dude. They fell out of a fucking window. I, there's no need it should be surveilled. <laughs> That's the weirdest part of the movie, right? The police are involved as if these two are criminal. Oh, you know what? For the murders, of for the, the murders, one? yeah, that would make sense. They did mention it on the newscast. They were, like, they said that. If only we watched it in order. <laughs> <laughs> That's so fucking funny. Like if you watch it in order, it makes perfect sense. Oh shit! Um, so well, I guess that that destroys fifty uh, percent of my notes. I'm like, why are there police? <laughs> um, although when the police are involved, they literally do nothing. They're very useless police. There's a la- there's a scene later where the woman's like, "I want to talk to Dwayne before the police." She says that to a cop, and the cop's like, "All right." We need to do a power ranking of the most useless police officers in the movies we watched. City has the worst. Police yeah. yeah. We'd probably get boycotted by like a right wing. We could do like which fictional universe? Yeah, well, of course that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even if they got mad at us and New York. (laughs) Um, yeah, man. So, uh, Dwayne to escape getting caught, even though they just murdered a police officer. Dwayne is pretending to be a janitor, um, and the way he does this is by wearing the biggest, bloodiest head bandage ever. And a giant overcoat with nothing on it. So you see his little fucking chicken legs sticking out of it. No one would think you're a janitor. <laughs> they would all think you're crazy. Um, and they're about to escape. They're almost getting caught. But the grandma and um, the grandma and the granddaughter show up. Dwayne, Dwayne. And Dwayne's like just trying to make a move for it. And they say, Belial. And that somehow sets him off. Because no one would know that fucking little disgusting thing's name. Right. Um and she says, we're friends. I knew your aunt. And they jump in the van and disappear into the night. A regular classic heist flick. <laughs> a regular classic freak flick. Oh, you know what I did want to mention, too? In that news, <laughs> in the news segment at the beginning, there was a quote that made me laugh so fucking hard. Wait, do I fucking even? I swear I wrote it. Down. Oh. They interview a woman in the apartment building from the first one. And it was, I think it was the same actress even. And they're interviewing her on the news, asking her about, about the two. And she's like, yeah, that little guy was Dwayne's brother. Can you believe that shit? <laughs> that shit cracks me up. Like, dude, that would 100% be how I describe it. Be like, can you fucking believe it? This is a fucking brother. Keeps in a wicker basket. Threw him out a fucking window. Um, so they take him. Uh, Dwayne wakes up surrounded by these disgusting freaks that we discussed in three. There's like a guy with a moon face, guy with like giant fucking teeth, but they disappear and he wakes back up and it's just the grandma uh, and the granddaughter who we learn is Granny Ruth and Susan. Yep. Granny Ruth and Susan. Dwayne remembers nothing though and says it's because Belial gets into his fucking head. head. Yeah. Yeah. Just kind of drowns everything else out. So he doesn't remember anything. Um, Granny Ruth doing a fucking bang up con job on Belial. Just, I thought, I still don't understand Granny Ruth's. She seemed evil at first, but then she is evil. She's breeding them to be a 
group of mass murderers. I mean, that's very true. <laughs> I don't know. It's like so her funny. intentions. Like I don't to know. Help them are good, right? But then she's like, "Let's murder," and they're all like, Rah! "I'm trying to think of like an, an equivalent." There is nothing because it's like it's like someone somebody that thinks they're doing good by blowing up abortion clinics. I guess, yeah. Like it's just something that's like, heavy. Well, I know. <laughs> I mean, like she thinks she's doing good, but she's just killing people. But she's killing people. Which is what, but like, I don't think she's. Oh yeah, I guess she is killing other people too. It's it's weird. It's just a really weird character, Granny. Like you don't feel for her at all. No, but you also don't fully. You're not fully against her, but you are. Like it's weird. No, I was against her. Yeah, yeah. She doesn't even get got. No, she makes it to part three. Does she right. get got in part three? I don't even know. I don't remember. I don't even know what part three is about, except the Belial mobile. That's all I remember. Too. I've seen it twice. <laughs> <laughs> um. But Granny's doing a con job on Belial, or it appeared to be a con job, telling him that she's going to protect them, and this is a sanctuary, and all this shit. Um, Belial shows up, and this is what, you get a nice close-up of the eye holes in the mask. Like, yep. It's literally in the corners of the eyes, like a fucking <laughs> mask you buy at the store. It was insane. Um, you know somebody's going to message you and say it's on purpose. That the holes in the mask are like part of Belial. It's just Belial. He is. It's not fucking Belial. It's a fucking fucking mask. It's a fucking mask. The man was wearing a mask. Um, Susan comes in with a whisk wicker basket though. She's like, "Welcome to your new home, Belial. It's it's your old home. (laughs) It's a much nicer wicker basket, to be fair." (laughs) And they're going to introduce them to, um, you know, the other freaks in the house. They say, "You know, there's a lot of people here like you, and like most animal sanctuaries." These uh, creatures are locked in a dusty old attic. Yes. <laughs> Even though they have a home. Right. Built for With, them. With uh, In beds, private yeah. that no one knows about. They've decided to keep all of their, their sanctuary people in a fucking crusty ass attic in the dark. We meet Lorenzo. Uh, we do meet Lorenzo. Who is a, literally a giant mouth. <laughs> Most beautiful operatic voice I've ever heard. Like, that, that made me funny. laugh so hard. Dude, that shit's so funny. I laughed so hard also. Um, and she's kind of introducing us to some of the freaks. I honestly wish she went through one by one. Me too. Also, I was really glad that they didn't use legitimate, what people would call freaks, like disabled people as freaks. Right. Like, what a relief. Like, like what a fucking freaks. Relief. Right. Right. Because that would have been heartbreaking. This is like, much more enjoyable. Like these, I have no problem calling them freaks because they are right. monstrous. Well, be, They're monsters. It, it's it's physically impossible to look like <laughs> to that. Look like yeah. that. <laughs> the bar scene <laughs> with the fucking little. <laughs> I can't wait to talk about it. Um, yeah, so these are just some of them, and also great makeup, great effects. These monsters are horrifying, unsettling. They fall into that uncanny valley, I think, where uh, the uncanny valley is. Things that are look human, but they're just off, and they just give you this like super unsettling feeling, like the Polar Express. Right. I think this almost falls into that because these people are human looking, but just so awful. <laughs> There's a guy with like seven thousand noses all over his face. <laughs> it's so fucking gross. Um. But the last one they show is Eve, female Belial, which we don't really know, and she's trapped in this like v- vagina blanket, which I think was a. That's intentional? Yeah, I think so. I do think it was intentional. Um, 
and you kind of have an idea that it's a lady Belial, but they will literally not show you until the end of the movie. Right. We had an idea because we watched the next one. <laughs> Correct. We started <laughs> backwards. Um, then we go, we cut to Judge and Jury, America's Bravest Newspaper. Love the name. Mm-hmm. Think that's a great play, especially in today's world. Man, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Um, we get this woman who looks like a skinny Amy Schumer. Oh, yeah? I thought so. I, didn't, I, I don't. That's all I could think of. Okay. <laughs> uh, and they want to do a Belial Dwayne story. And they're going to try and chase him down. And the boss gives her this tip to go talk to Dr. Freak, as they called her, a.k.a. Ruth Smolner. Granny Ruth used to be called Dr. Freak because she had a son with 11 arms. <laughs> so she took care of all the freaks. Um, so... The reporter calls this freak show guy because she got a tip. And the guy says, I have Belial. Yep. So she's like, hang on one second. He's like, okay. And then he hangs up and the doorbell rings. And it's Granny Ruth. Yes. She offers him $100, uh, the reporter lady. Yes. This guy has never been more excited for anything. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess I would be too. I would do anything for $100. What? Um, like right now? I'm desperate. A hundred? I have eighteen dollars in my bank account. That's terrible. What are you doing? I don't know. We need to have a talk off. <laughs> you're you're off terrible camera. budgeting. Yeah. Uh, Ruth. <laughs> Ruth. Uh, so Ruth shows up, asks him to see it, gives him some money, and she sees the Bradley monster. Which is supposed to be Belial. Yep. And it's this giant fake ass skeleton that he's wired together. And Ruth is fucking pissed. And she tears this guy a new asshole. She calls him trash and a loser. Mm-hmm. And man, that guy's pissed. That guy won't stop repeating it to himself. <laughs> <laughs> trash and a loser. Trash and a loser. Trash and a loser. <laughs> and she comes back though and is like, hey, here's Belial. You owe this fucker an apology. Work it out between yourselves. Which I'd be like, I'm not opening that fucking basket. Well, this guy's very drunk. This guy's true. This guy's very honest. So he opens the basket and Blau fucking murders. Jumps out. Yeah. <laughs> Straight up. Not even a second waste. Um, See, that, that's what I'm saying. That's why Granny Ruth is a villain. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. No, this is what made me think of that. Did yeah. this guy deserve to die? And clearly that's what she did to obtain all of these yeah. creatures. She was murdering manipulates them. But she's also murdering freak show owners. Right. So I mean I guess you don't murder you don't need to murder them. Why can't you just be Batman? Right. Just beat them senseless and is save being the freak. a freak show owner <laughs> a, a, a murder like punishable by death. Yes. No. <laughs> it's not. I mean it makes you a terrible piece of shit. Right. But should you be killed? No. Yeah, Granny Ruth is bad. But I'm pretty <laughs> sure we're supposed to sympathize with her. I think we're supposed to sympathize with her. I don't know, man. It's sure, so she's, like a, she's like an anti-hero. Kind of, yeah. Because who else are you rooting for? <laughs> You're like rooting for no one. That is true. <laughs> There's no one to root chaos. for. <laughs> it is. It is 100% chaos. Because even Dwayne turns into a fucking crazy person. He does. Dwayne... Dwayne try Dwayne falls in love with a woman he has known for 30 minutes. And it's like, I want to run away with you. Yeah. She's like, hey man. And he's like, no. Uh, no, that's it. We're in love. To be fair, she's also been pregnant for like a hundred years. Six years. 
<laughs> um so yeah, uh yeah, that's great. That's fucking great. So um oh what the fuck? Where am I? I went way far down. Um dude, why did I go so far down? After Belial gets him, uh the reporter lady shows up. Yes, the journalist shows up and she finds the owner in the mermaid tank, but the mermaid has been saved. You can only assume Ruth has saved her. Yes. Even though we don't see her. Um and by mermaid, we that guy had a mermaid like freak show right. exhibit. Merman. It was not a merman. It was not the shape the shape of water. Uh this is where the shape of water derived from. Guillermo del Toro saw this and was like, that's a great fucking Plot. It actually could have derived from terror vision. Could have. that thing was sucked Misunderstood. up? Misunderstood. No, no, no. It was sucked up by the dog, but they extracted the DNA, and that's why he has to live in an aquarium. Oh, oh he's one of the people they put back. To- he he is one of the swingers. <laughs> that's why he wants to fuck so bad, <laughs> dude. He's, he's Spiro. They yeah, brought back yeah, Spiro. Yeah. <laughs> Just loves the fuck. Yeah. Oh, dude, I love it. I fucking love it. Oh my God. So many people are probably fierce. Um, so yeah. So, uh, she goes back to talk to, um, this, like, I guess he's like a private eye or a photographer. I don't really know what his role is. And the only reason I bring this up is because he pitches the idea that a plane full of Belial's crash landed. (laughs) It's my favorite conspiracy theory ever. He's like, Hey, what if a plane full of little Belial's crashed? (laughs) scattered everywhere she's like don't be an asshole isn't Belial just a growth like like a stunted uh siamese twin is that a term for it what or no, no, are no, you no, asking what Belial that's is? What he is yeah yeah so why would there be a plane <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i mean i guess they well oh no they do know that because on the news they're like yeah we looked at his medical records and it's this fucking growth right that they cut off <laughs> the journalist and the cop are no so little <laughs> It's insane. Um, but he's not even a cop. Uh, then we get um, a real life Mario sexually harassing Susan. I just wanted to say that it was like <laughs> legitimately that guy was Mario. He's like, hey, he's disgusting. Fucking disgusting. He's like, why don't you get a drink with me? She's like, I'm, I can't. He's like, you're playing with the freaks. And she's like, no. And he's like, you fucking jerk. <laughs> And that is the scene. Uh, and I loved it. Uh, that Grant, guy never comes back. No. Like, he doesn't get, like, no, you just come up for being I think he asshole. calls her a bitch and, and, as she walks away. Um, but Granny Ruth is giving therapy to Belial. And in a I am Groot type of way, like, he's just like, and she's like, I know, Belial. I know. <laughs> she understands him. Uh, she wants Belial to open up about his anger with the separation with Dwight. Dwayne. Dwayne. And at the same time, Dwayne, who's known Susan for a day, pitches for them to run away and be in love. Like, he's like, let's run away forever. She's like, I really don't think that's a very good idea. You Also, you're disgusting. <laughs> and now that you look better, you look worse. <laughs> now that you're fully healed, you look like a freak. Is this, is this where Dwayne tells Belial he's going to run away? Not yet. Um... We get the flashback. Oh, wait. Yes, it is. So we get the first we get the flashback again of which I'm pretty sure they showed this in every fucking movie. But the flashback of the parents deciding to cut off Belial. Um, We get that again. Dwayne wants to run away. And he's like, you know what? 
I don't belong here. I'm going to tell Belial that I'm out of here. With or without Susan, I'm getting the fuck out of here. So, <laughs> Dwayne grabs Belial's basket, brings him out to a shed <laughs> to have a talk with him. Uh, oh, and by the way, Belial was like trying to get that, trying to get it in with Eve, yeah. the other Belial. And he, Dwayne walks in. He's like, hey, man, we got to talk. I'd be so fucking mad. And takes him. And Belial is telepathically talking to Dwayne while Dwayne is trying to tell him that he's leaving. And uh, Dwayne is like, Susan? Yeah, I love her. So what? Yeah, I think she loves me too. Yeah, we're going to run away. And Belial laughs at this. It's so fucking ridiculous. It makes me laugh so hard. <laughs> I loved it. I, dude, 100% worthy. Like, Belial is like, you're telling me you love this girl. <laughs> And he's like, yeah, I love Susan. And Belial's like, come on, man. <laughs> and he's still going with it. And Belial's just laughing in his face about, about it. But a lot, the nerve of somebody like Belial laughing at you is, is ridiculous. No matter what it is. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Belial's 100% right. Um, the, uh, the, the, the journalist shows back up to Ruth's house now. <laughs> she walks in. She tries to interview Ruth. Ruth ain't going to give her shit, though. Root's like, get the fuck out of here. Yep. Don't come back. Which, why would you let her in in the first place? Right. <laughs> like, why do they want to, why did you think a reporter was going to do that? Right. You know that you have, like, harboring a fugitive. <laughs> and harboring an attic full of people that you want to keep <laughs> yeah. secret. Um, and the reporter, oh, and at, so as the reporter's leaving, Dwayne walks in with yes. the fucking basket. And is the actor who plays Dwayne 12 feet tall? Yes, because he powers over everybody. This is like the first scene he's next to like non freaks. Yeah, like he is so big. He's enormous. Um, and clearly the reporter knows. And Dwayne's like, uh, and Dwayne's like, do you think she noticed? And the woman's like, yeah, she fucking noticed. <laughs> Dwayne, fucking idiot, carrying a basket. Um, also this reporter, I just found this, and I know people did this in the eighties, but it just or nineties, I guess it was in the nineties. The reporter is wearing pantyhose with giant white socks and giant white sneakers over the pantyhose hmm. that's, that's a look man that's a fucking look um i don't think i hate it either so girls bring it back <laughs> the bring hipsters. Back pant- do they still make them what pantyhose yes I don't, when's the last time you've seen one i don't know so how do you know they still make it because they do joe people <laughs> wear them okay no, uh, relax Relax. Also, I love calling shoes tennis shoes. Why? Just because old people did it. Like they call. Wait, is that now what they're called? I mean, when they used to call regular sneakers tennis shoes. Oh, oh, they just called regular. Yeah, like every sneaker was a tennis shoe. Putting like, tennis uh, shoes. Pro kids. <laughs> is that what they're? Do they make kids still? Yeah, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> they sell them at the same store. It's the pants. <laughs> Some like Caldors. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. Um so you know. So wait, dude, I, I keep like scrolling down when I'm not doing it. So the journalist thinks Oh, so the journalist gets back to the car and is telling this guy that she's with the photographer. For some reason the journalist thinks that by locating these people, she now has full movie rights and film rights to their lives. <laughs> what if 
that's going to be devastating when she realizes she is nothing. Right. <laughs> you will have nothing. But she thinks she's going to make a ton of money by finding these two idiots. Um, it's so fucking weird. It's so fucking weird. Uh, they piece together that if they come, but the inside Granny Ruth says, you know, if they come back, it makes no sense. It makes no sense. Oh, well, yeah, because they're fugitives. So it all does make sense, really. But she's worried that they're going to come back. Cops are going to come back. They're going to find everyone. Right. What doesn't make sense, though, is that Dwayne is like, I'm going to stay here. Because Dwayne's like, all right, we'll bounce and take the heat off your place. Yeah. She's like, no, because they'll find everyone. And then Dwayne's like, all right, so I'll stay and fight everybody. And she's like, thank you. <laughs> and it's the most alarming turn of face I've ever seen. Yeah, I don't. I mean, he's very adamant about leaving. And again, like you kind of side with him, like he's protecting these freaks. Yeah, but then it's like, well, no, because they're just going to murder. Like they're not like defending themselves. They're, See, they're just going to murder everyone in their path. At this point, if somebody was coming in and like th- threatening to take them away and like harm them, that's more justifiable. But that's not even the problem. No, that's not the problem. <laughs> and, and plus, before she was going out of her way to find people and have them murder them. Yeah. Yeah, and she's like, get everyone assembled. It's going to be like the old times, which, so I guess they did this a lot back in the day. I guess so. Because uh, she does, she gives like a patent dude, speech. She, gives, yeah. dude, she goes up to the attic and gives this fucking speech that would inspire the greatest of football teams <laughs> to fucking go on that field and kill themselves for something ridiculous. Um, And she's just like, yeah, yeah, it's fucking crazy. It's fucking crazy. But these people are like, yeah, let's kill. Let's yeah. fucking murder. So they decide to fight. <laughs> um, and she says, you know, if the reporter hasn't called the cops yet, which she hasn't because the cops aren't here, then she wants something else. And that means they're going to sneak into this fucking house and mm-hmm. try and like get pictures or something. So let's let's get ready. Um, The journalist stays in the car, but sends in the photographer. The photographer. Yep. Who immediately just goes up to the attic. Yeah, he knows. Because he was listening to Dwayne. Yep. And Dwayne was like, he's in the attic right now. And he's really sick. Which means Dwayne, like, that was all planned. It was a ruse. Yeah, it was a ruse. Um, So the photographer goes up there and Bilal just fucking... Bilal is the one that murders everyone. This scene is cool because it's like the saw scene when... uh, Camera flashing. The camera flashing, yeah. It's just the light of the flashes. Because he sticks his his head up and he flashes and they're all staring at him. And like it goes to his face and he's like, what the fuck? And he just keeps doing it. I think it could have been like way scarier though. Because it was just kind of silly to me. Well, the whole tone of this movie... Yeah, it's silly. More goofy. Yeah. But it could have that could have been if fucking this terrifying. Like the first one, Dude, that would have been, been fucking scary yeah. as fuck. Um, yeah, it's really fucking. But I still thought it was cool. Yeah, and then uh, one of the one of the freaks takes the camera and just keeps doing it, so so we can see Blyle so kill, kill him. Kill him. <laughs> so thoughtful. <laughs> I thought the same thing, um, but he gets got, and you know the the reporter in the car is seeing the flashing, so she immediately is like, "I got to go get help." But instead, she goes to the police officer and she's like, listen, I need your help, but I get to talk to Dwayne before you guys do. The cop's like, yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's the most terrible cop move ever. And the cop's like, hey, let me help you out. And then just calls him up and just threatens him. <laughs> Dude, it is the most simple. Like, she could have literally done that. Just called that house and be like, hey, Dwayne, I'm, I know you're well, here. Well, it was weird because that's what the cop said. The cop's like, just call him and tell him you want Dwayne. 
because you can't go in. Right. And she's like, okay. And he's like, no, let me just take care of that for you. <laughs> I'm here. Might as well. Yeah. So he calls them and is like, Dwayne, get the fuck out of that. He's like, who is this? And he's like, don't worry about that. Just meet me at the bar. Yes. Um. So the cop goes to the bar. Uh, and it, the, it's weird because the cop's like, I know you killed somebody. But like, it doesn't make sense why the cop brought him there, really. No. Nah. Because like, the cop knows... Just arrest the fucking guy. Right. He's a fugitive <laughs> on the run. <laughs> so fucking. Weird. But it doesn't matter because it was all a ruse and all the patron bar patrons turn around. They'll turn around and all the freaks. Dude, there's one. There's one. It's the guy that has like the face that's super long head. He's wearing a mask and it's covering like a fourth of his face. <laughs> it's this one has like eyes like so far apart. One eye is literally like three feet above the mask. <laughs> It is the funniest thing I've ever seen. They're all wearing human masks. Hilarious. But but they're just like tied with strings. And not one of these freaks heads is a normal, near normal size. They're all like 17 sizes too large. So these little masks are just like taking up like the smallest percentage of their face. It's the funniest shit I've ever seen. And they all take off their masks so slow. It's like a five minute scene of freaks being like, (laughs) it was so funny. Bitch, it knows me, (laughs) which really is funny that, you know, and the the cops like, who are these people? (laughs) Come on. Um, he tries to run, but Bilal gets that guy too. Bilal literally is doing all the murdering. Oh yeah. Which is great for the other. Bilal's a maniac. Bilal is a fucking maniac. Um, Dwayne goes to confront the reporter at her home. Mm-hmm. The most threatening fashion ever. Oh, yeah. And then not only that, all the freaks show up or just breaking just and entering. Yeah. And that's when I was like, these people are bad people. Yeah. Because this reporter has literally done nothing. No, she's threatening to blow the cover, but that's pretty much her job. That's her job. And she really just wants to get the story of Dwayne and Belial. She didn't right. really want anyone else. Right. But, but yeah. Ruth, give them up. Right. Or You're also give- a piece of shit, Ruth. So <laughs> just, you know, bend the rules of hair. Let these two go. So give up Dwayne and hide Belial. She only cares about the freak. That's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, they kill her. Yeah, <laughs> they fucking murder her. Um, and then we cut. This movie's like almost over. It is. This end was the weirdest ending though of all time because so they kill the reporter because it also starts over the, the, the third movie. Yes, yeah, that was crazy to me. That I was like, oh my god, this is the only movie where they planned a sequel. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, they were so, like, they were making this, and they're like, we'll definitely get a third movie. <laughs> Like, why would you make this thinking? Well, I'm, sure, I'm sure they had signed something that was like, I don't know. Well, okay, maybe. I don't know. Who was like, yeah, definitely. I don't know. I mean, who greenlit this one? <laughs> uh, so they kill her. They kill her. That's it. Um. Oh, and Dwayne, by the way, they kill that reporter by Dwayne being like, say, what's in the basket? And then the reporter's like, huh? And opens the basket. And Blau fucking kills her. <laughs> uh, and we cut to a fucking freak picnic. Yeah. It's just the freaks having a good old time. Oh, they turn that reporter into a freak, too. Mm-hmm. They, like, spin her head. <laughs> Somehow her head's made out of clay. <laughs> uh, but they have this freak picnic. And Dwayne Crunt confronts Susan upstairs at the picnic. 
And he's like, let's run away. And clearly she does not want this. Um, and Dwayne is like, oh, I feel Belial. She's like, he's in love. Cut to Belial upstairs. Getting his fuck on. If Belial is fu- <laughs> Belial's having sex with Belial Eve, who's Susan's Siamese twin. Yeah. <laughs> so Dwayne and Susan's Siamese twins are also having sex. As, as and it is the most be. disgusting noise as it should be. <laughs> It's the most disgusting noises I've ever heard. I've never been so repulsed by noises <laughs> in my life. Like, dude, this is the sloppiest. Well, look at it. But you know what else is weird? Um, in the first one, remember, Blau tries to rape somebody and like can't do it, and it's like, and ra- dude, that's why. Is that they- true? Yeah, I don't remember that. Oh my god, that I just remembered. Also, is the reason they fall out of the window because Blau's trying to rape that woman. And Dwayne's like, don't do it. And then they get into a fight because Blyle's raging so hard for not being able to fuck because he can't. And then they fall out a window and die. Well, but, they, but now maybe because he has maybe their parts work together. Yeah. They like melt. It's like, it's like the fucking like those animals that have like the corkscrew dicks. Corkscrew dicks. Is that ducks. pigs? Ducks. ducks? Yeah. yeah. Like they can't fuck anyone else with a corkscrew dick. Right. You gotta have a corkscrew vagina. You do. So maybe Blau just needs a Blau. Pee. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, good for him then. Get it in. Dude, but it's so gross because they have like weird appendages hanging off of them. Oh, no. Yeah. So he's like rubbing her little Blau foot. It's like hanging out of her head. <laughs> it's so fucking disgusting. Um, yeah. Well, you know, Susan, back to Susan and Dwayne. Dwayne's like, why won't it work? Susan's like, listen, I was with this guy and something happened and something got fucked up. And Dwayne's like, it's fine, man. Like, we can still be in love. And Susan's like, well, you know what, Dwayne? <laughs> You're really going to drag this one out of me. Uh, I'm pregnant. I've been pregnant for six years. But the baby just doesn't want to come out. So we figured, why make it? <laughs> right. And the baby can come out. Oh, the baby is a giant... Shark to puss. It's a, it's a tremor. It's a tremor. Yeah. It's a fucking graboid, and it pops out of her belly. Like it can just go, come and go as it pleases from her belly. Yeah, and it pops out, scares the shit out of Dwayne. Dwayne kind of freaks out and <laughs> pushes Susan out a window. And Susan's dead. She lands on the picnic table yes. and dies in front of all the other the, freaks. The, the freaks are so upset. <laughs> there's, there's one freak. That guy deserves an Oscar. <laughs> he was so upset. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. So Dwayne is now pissed because now. So before it was like, I want my own life. Fuck you, Belial. Now it's like, oh, you think you're in love? Well, now I'm going to fuck you up, Belial, you piece of shit. Like, I just killed this girl that I love. Now I'm going to fuck your day up and I'm going to sew you onto me. Dwayne is such a piece of shit. He is. And he sews like an <laughs> asshole. Huh? He sews like an asshole. Yeah. He's just stabbing the needle. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. I've, I've never seen anyone take so little care of themselves <laughs> or their Siamese twin brother. Freak. Um, yeah. And he sews Belial back onto his side. So Belial has rejoined his brother. In a gruesome fashion. Yeah. Um, and then then it just ends with Dwayne saying, it's okay, we're together again. And just laughing maniacally. Yes. And that is Basket Case 2. Yeah. Solid flick. 
I had a good time. I like both these movies. I did too. It's a rare occasion. Very rare. Actually, back to back. I, I'm curious if that's ever happened. What did we do last week? Um, we did uh, Return of the Living Dead. Well, we did okay, Terrorvision right. last week and then Return of the Living Dead and Society where we liked one of them. Yeah. Then we did Dreamcatcher X-Ray and we liked one, one of them. Yeah. <laughs> then we did 976 Evil 1 and 2. Oh, we liked both. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> but... But there was definitely a favorite, which was two. Right. Which, which Nine, Nine Seven Six Evil just set, set up two to hit it out of the park, <laughs> which it did. Uh, and then we did Ravenous and Detention, which we hated both. Cellar Dweller. I can't believe we did Saw. Yeah. That's fucking weird. All these seem so long ago. Dude, it seems like a decade Holy ago. It's probably like a month and a half ago. <laughs> fucking Deathbed. Remember that flick? <laughs> I did that. Do you remember Gremlins? I do. We covered Gremlins. Yeah, we did. That's fucking weird. Yeah. These all blend together with to me now. Like, honestly, I don't even know what we've done and haven't done it. Dude, I, for whatever reason, the last, like, five Fridays we've recorded, I've been, like, deathly tired to the point where when I wake up Saturday, I'm like, did we record last night? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, guys, thank you so much for uh, helping us out, donating on Patreon and things like that. It really, it really means a lot to us. Um, Yeah. So that's it. Rate, review, subscribe on iTunes. If you do, send me an email, Sean at IHateHorror.com, and I'll send you some stickers. Um, you can find us on Facebook.com slash IHateHorror, IHateHorror.com. I'm on Instagram and Snapchat at IHateHorror. I'm, at- I'm not even going to toss out Twitter anymore. Fuck it. I'm done. Um, you made the call. I made. If you can see Sean's face right now, he's <laughs> determined. 10.56 p.m. on a Friday. DOA. Wow. DOA, it's dead. It's fucking dead. I just fucking hate it, Joe. Oh, I know you. I hate the fucking clap emoji. <laughs> clap this. <laughs> clap basket. Clap case. Clap two. Clap is. Clap great. Clap cinema. Clap. That's my favorite emoji. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sure it is. You're a big fan of the goat emoji. I, I That I am. <laughs> that I am. All right. Throw out your fucking shit. <laughs> Joe V421, Boogdish 1985 Horror Show Joe. And that's a wrap, guys. You can figure out which ones those are for. Oh, we need to uh, pick out our movies. Uh, Somebody sent one to me recently, and I almost jumped them to the front of the list. Oh, that Brian Morrissey fellow. Just because of the name. Butcher Baker Nightmare Maker. Um, yeah, I've heard of that. You have? Yeah. That name is so stupid. <laughs> it's incredible. It's incredibly stupid. Can't be good. Though. And it also said AKA Night Warning. Yeah. And I wanted to be like, yeah, of course there's another name. The name is fucking <laughs> terrible. Um, but let's, let's go back to our order here. Um, yeah, so we did society already. What the fuck? All right. Um, so, so, so. Boy. I don't even know what to do. Um, all right. Here, I'm just going to toss out some shit. All right. Go for it. Um, just stop me when you like them. Just stop me. Uh, House on Sorority Row. Okay. I like it. I like it. Let's there do it. There we go. That's right. one. Uh, and then, what if we do, this is one that people have talked to us a lot about. 
I can't believe we haven't done it yet. I've kind of done it out of spite because I know like some other shows have done it. The stuff. Oh, I would love to do it. All right, let's do it. The stuff. Larry Cohen. House on Sorority. Your boy. My boy. My love of my life. I've been wanting to watch stuff for a while. So have I. I read the synopsis of the stuff when I was in uh, high school. Yeah. And I thought it was like the funniest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I, I got to find like the, the one that I that I read because it was so stupid. All right. So next two weeks, House on Sorority Row brought to you by Ravenloft70. I don't think I have that person's real name. And uh, the stuff by Sagan Medvek. So, guys, thank you so much. Check those flicks out. Hopefully, they're somewhere. If not, no. you'll figure it out. Yeah. Y'all steal, steal the shit anyway. I know you do. <laughs> Looking at you, Matt Ryan. You definitely steal shit, Matt Ryan. <laughs> I called Matt Ryan out in our uh, <laughs> b- bonus episode, too. Oh, did you? Yeah. Uh, I was talking about... Oh, I gotta get you. I gotta get you those. We're like five weeks behind. Yeah, we're all right. Um, We'll do them. Uh, I did a... Uh, I was talking about that that movie on Netflix, The Ritual, I think it was yeah, called. Yeah. And like I was looking up letterbox reviews because I was like, let's see what other people rated this, like while I was recording. And Matt Ryan gave it like way too high number. <laughs> and I was like, Matt, what the fuck? Such he does. I've noticed. <laughs> He's generous. A little liberal. He's generous. But then his review was just making fun of the name and coming up with spoof names. And they were the funniest things I've ever fucking read. And I was like, well, you get a pass, I guess. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's a little bit liberal, Matt. We love you, though. No, no, no. I meant, like, liberal with his ratings. Yeah, that's what I mean. Oh. I think, I'm I think not, like, like liberal piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Snowflake Matt Ryan. <laughs> Imagine if I went that route. I mean, I don't blame you for thinking that. I've been kind of, like, angry lately. But no, I don't. <laughs> I, have no, I have no issues with math politics. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening. And uh, for Joe, this is Sean. Stay with Thank you. Adios. That's it guys, that's it guys. That's it, guys. That's it, guys.